Alright, let's do this. <laughs> Alright, yeah. Oh, shit. I can't take anyone serious who's swinging their feet. You know? Black <laughs> you got that? Alright. <laughs> you just say some stupid shit. During that pause, it's usually like perfect timing. Alright. Hey, uh, what's up? <coughs> um, are we doing this? Did it start yet? Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Hey, what's up? I'm Fabian. We're back with another edition of The Four Stringers, and we're here with our guest, Frank Rosenthal himself, coming off a hot win at the On It Invitational of Marvin Castell. Congratulations. Yay. Thank yeah. you very much. Got that Instagram clout going. It's good, man. Uh, I'm Fabian. Uh, we're introducing ourselves on the 12th episode of our podcast. Okay, yeah, I'm Sebastian. Dude, I, we do it every time. We introduce... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're, this this podcast is basically going as well as the UFC press conference went. <laughs> That's crazy. So, uh, yeah. Are you gonna we just came back from training at Sarah's. We had how many people were there? Like fifty nine people. Yeah, it was deep today. It's because everyone. It was the holidays. It was, it was pretty fun, though. Usually, that's the East Shire. That's not. That's the uh, East Shire. <laughs> yeah, that's the East Shire contingent. We are the Proudfoot Hobbits. We all fucking train together. I'm glad. And Frank, Frank came out to the Shire a couple times. He's Hobbit height, so you know, fit right in. Like nobody. I yeah, know, it's it's, cra it's crazy when tall people are like, "Oh, what's the Shire?" And I'm like, "Why are you even asking? Dude? You're not allowed. <laughs> You're not allowed. Yeah, you'll hit, you, you'll hit your head on yeah. the end." Like how go. Did, yeah. How does Jason Rao even get in the building? He's a wizard. He's a wizard. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. He's a wizard. He's like eight foot two. He's, yeah. He's like. He's, he's, he's just really long, long you know. Yeah. He's long. long man. So annoying <laughs> to train with, but whatever. So we had a bunch of people out there. It was fun. Yeah. I say we like I train there all the time. It's like a time going I mean, out there. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, a bunch of fighters and stuff. I I we saw Aljo, Steamroller, Dennis. I don't know. Aljo said he's coming on the podcast, dude. You know. We we got some fire guests lined up, Frank. Yeah, for sure. Know, like, damn. It took me a while though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, dude, we had to like hot girl you. Yeah. Like, we, like you messaged <laughs> us, we didn't answer your yeah. message. For, like, it went to the request. Days. Yeah. We were like, no, 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 don't answer yeah, yet. Yeah. You know, no, no, no. We gotta let it. You'd boil. see me at training and like not look at yeah, me in the yeah. locker room. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Dude. Play then, hard to get. The yeah, podcast gets processed. Up, you're just like, oh. yeah. <laughs> don't talk to me. Nah. Look, look at, look at you now, dude. Sitting yeah. in our fucking bungee chair. We sitting <laughs> <laughs> in the bungee chair. <laughs> we made it. We made it. We made it. We made it. How was your trip, man? How's your last on it trip? Uh, the trip was awesome, man. Texas is uh, is always a good time, and uh, Austin in particular is really cool, man. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. there's so much to do. Those hippies down there are my people, man. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. But the on it people are so cool and welcoming, and the facility is just unbelievable. Yeah, the place looks really cool, I man. Had such a good time training yeah. there, like the couple days before. And, well, did you uh, do like a seminar there or something? I did a seminar in uh, uh, Fort Worth which is like a few hours from there at All-American MMA. Nice. So did did you go to a rodeo at all out there? No, man. Have you been to a rodeo before? I, I've been when I was way younger. All right. Yeah. What? Yo, going to a rodeo yeah. is... Young cowpoke? When, what, <laughs> what? what happened? Well, I went on like a teen tour when I was a, a young teenager. A young buck. What's a Maybe teen like 14. tour? 14. Yeah, What's a teen like a, tour? It's like a six to eight week mm, thing bro, you've, where you've, they put you on a bus and they take you around the country and they... You go sightseeing and, and what? yeah, you have I've never heard of you this. You go sightseeing. You have weird sexual experiences. I was just <laughs> yeah. gonna with ask. The girls on the trip. No, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah, you're all like es an Eskimo family, dude. Everyone's <laughs> just banging yeah. each other. <laughs> you're finding yourselves, you know. Yeah. You're finding yourselves and each other. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, that's people wait, helping how old people. Are you? Like, 
I must have been like 14. He was like or 7. 14 or 15. Yeah. 14 or 15. Like, I was like, just like, get the fuck out of Yeah, the they were like, the, you got to fucking go. You got to go, man. You are weird. a freak. Yeah. <laughs> were, you, were you doing jiu-jitsu at that time or no? No, no, I was just wrestling. Any martial arts, just wrestling? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh, you wrestled? Yeah. You see how surprised I am? We never do stand-up, dude. <laughs> we did stand-up uh, the last time I was at Sarah's. Really? Number. Yeah, we went takedowns best out of three. Why don't you we tell did? them how that went? I, do, I don't remember at I all. I do. Too much well, Kratom. How, how did it go? Please. Come on. Ah, oh, my God. It's the wrestling, dude. I never It's wrestled. the wrestling. We did jiu-jitsu like three yeah, years, and then, bro. And then Aljo was helping us out, giving us uh, pointers. Wow, you don't I wish remember I that? I remember those pointers, dude. Honestly. Yeah. I pr- I would, we, I'd probably do better next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't even wrestle right now. Your fucking friend CJ, dude. Like I, I have this. I had this hematoma Here the size go. of like a fucking golf ball <laughs> yeah. on my head, and now it's like the size of like a marble. No yeah. crying this episode, dude. Yeah, I'm not. But like, still, dude, it fucking hurts. But Do you whatever. think it was bigger or smaller than the lump that was on my head when you head kicked me? <laughs> no, I don't know. It was just the as fat before, as the as the lip you gave the me week before on it. I had a, a week fucking before mild concussion. Dude, I head kicked you so... From positional rounds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, I'm so like, oh, this is good. Yeah. Over I don't have enough problems. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, you did fucking elbow me in the mouth right before. And that same... Yeah, you don't remember that? No. Dude, my whole look... I couldn't drink orange juice for a week. Orange juice and specific. I, I, was like, I was like, dude... He's like, oh, you couldn't, you couldn't drink orange juice? No. I couldn't time, remember dude. my fucking name. Shut up. I'm so dramatic. <laughs> that, was, that was a good head kick though. I yeah, thought that, yeah, that was fucking. Like, it was like a, a whip. That was solid. Yeah, yeah solid. Fabian and I got into uh, a nice little battle because I thought he was talking shit to me. And, oh my god, yeah. this is the dumbest. Like you would never train with him again if he did this. Why would you do? Well, it was only to Fabian because I thought he was talking shit. I wasn't. The beginning of the round, he was talking shit. Yeah, so I'm was. like, all right, you were, remember, all right. So then I I go, we're like doing uh, back, and I go for an arm triangle, and the arm triangle wasn't in, but he goes, I hear him go, this isn't even a choke. And yeah, I thought he, was, he had it across my head, dude. I'm like this, I'm, my hand is up here. He so then basically, I hear, he had the choke. Uh, on my eye. Yeah, it wasn't. It was just my like a crush. Eye. Yeah. But I thought he was talking shit. And since he was talking shit before the roll, I was like, this motherfucker. Yeah. So I like go, and he's just like escaping, and then like it starts escalating, and then I go for the just the most disrespectful move in the the world, the boss rooting. Yeah. You and know when I you try- hook the leg, <laughs> and you just fucking try to like crank. I don't even know if that that's not even a move. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Like, and he, I told him, I told him that day too. I'm like, yo, my neck hurts. And he's like, yeah, my neck hurts too. And I'm like, I know, hey. I know. But I thought you were talking shit and I just saw red. What a fucking Yeah. <laughs> but after I, right away, I was like, yo, I'm sorry, man. And I apologized to you like apologized way too ma- way, <laughs> way too many times. times. Way too many times. Like, I'm trying to take a shower. He's like, hey, is everything all right in there? <laughs> I'm like, your back needs some washing, dude. <laughs> I just felt bad because then he, I was just like instantly remembered. I was like, oh yeah, his neck was hurt. And I was like, damn, dick move. But I thought you were talking shit. But because you were at the beginning of the role. <laughs> yeah. You were definitely talking shit before the beginning. You were t- no, I'm not justifying it. But you definitely talk shit before the role. So I was like, I'm like, all right. I love talking shit. Dude. Yeah, it's fun. It's so fun. Yeah. I talk shit now. I've been doing it for like a year now where I yeah. just start singing. <laughs> like lyrics while I'm training. Oh, so that's Backstreet good. Boys. Yeah, no, like with Vinny, I'll sing like the lyrics to Bad Boys. Yeah. <laughs> Bad what boys. you gonna do? <laughs> nice. And, but it but it, it works, man. It does like that. You know, yeah. people get rattled. I don't think I would ever do it in a match. Although I've been tempted to. Like I I, I wouldn't do it in a match just because like. You never had anybody talk shit to you during a match? Uh, 
No, not really. No? No. I've had the corner talk shit. Really? And I'll have exchanges with the corner, <clears throat> the corner yeah. like whoever's coaching them, but I won't talk shit directly to the person. What do they I'll say? do other things. What do they like, say? He just knows leg locks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what he's going for. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what he's going for, Joey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll like pull on his neck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the worst, man. Yeah. The uh, the worst is when I see these like six degree like black belts like, and they're like usually just gi coaches, and then they're coaching their students for no gi, and then they're like they get caught in like a, a reap, and they're like, all right, violently bridge yeah. up and then explode out of that. Yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like three, two, one, pop. Yeah, tap. <laughs> I'm like, that's your knee. Um, I think it's like a respect thing. I, I haven't really talked shit. I could, I've competed a bunch too, and I, I haven't really talked shit to anybody. Like I think during the match, match, I think if you talk shit during the match, it's either because that person is like you got a personal beef with yeah. them, or, so then, or then you're an, uh, kind of yeah. a jerk, you yeah. know? I mean, like you saw how Cyborg was clubbing fucking that Gordon. Was, like that was I think too I would I would have said something at that point. I think Gordon. Yeah. Do you think he? I didn't even know if he was saying anything. He was just Gordon smiling. Said nothing back. He yeah. just smiled. Yeah. He just smiled. Which See, that's even more powerful. The, the thing powerful thing you could do. Yeah, that you're was just not like affecting me. Yeah, you're like this is bothering you, huh? Yeah, that was sick. That was. That was a disappointing, like the whole situation was. How dare him? Like how dare him criticize Shab for so long yeah. and then just throw a Shab shutdown in there? You know, worse than what Shab. Worse, did. yeah. Shab didn't get disqualified. But he didn't assault anybody. <laughs> yeah. But that's a win-win for Gordon, man. Yeah, you know, like Literally. he looks like the good guy. Yeah, and uh, Cyborg's like, oh well, I taught him a lesson. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. What what lesson was it? Giving him a Nogi World Title. Yeah, you know, like. And that- Gordon won, like, no matter how that match plays out, either Cyborg engages and Gordon submits him, mm-hmm. or Cyborg does what he did, gets DQ'd. Either way, Gordon's world champion. He's on top. So, like, yeah. you didn't teach the kid any, like, you didn't teach any lesson. The only lesson that came from it was, like, you, you had a poor performance and Gordon looked great. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's it's the fear. I and think the whole respect, the whole the respect thing, the whole constant re- sort of about respect, yeah, you know. Yeah. And it's like, okay, if, if it is like, if you're gonna preach that, then live it, you know. Yeah, they they pick and choose when they want to, uh, yeah, you know, walk a higher path and talk about uh, respect. Yeah, you know, they, it's very selective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it happens at like all levels, whether you're in California or whether you're in Brazil. Like, I feel like, look at the whole Flavio Half thing going on. It's oh insane. my God. I completely, for- yeah. I completely forgot it's about insane. that, dude. He just fucking caught an elbow. And you know what? Not elbow, for nothing, dude. I don't think Hensel's, like dudes from Henzo's would let that shit fly. Where, yeah. Oh, we're jumping. I in. mean, Frank's nobody jumped in. That's what cra- well, it was crazy. <laughs> I, dude. Uh, to be honest, most of you guys, like, if I saw you, Damien, yeah. Nikki, Gordon, and you guys got assaulted, I would be wildly applauding. <laughs> That's it. I'd be like, I would be wildly <laughs> applauding. <laughs> I would. Fun. Oh God, I would be so excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in in reality, yeah, like I'm sure you guys would fucking jump in. It's not even a question, though. And this I mean, is like what even we do like you know what? It's not that we fight, but we're like we're fucking we're friends. We're friends, and like we tra- we're training partners. Like, there's a lot that I mean, there's a lot I would do for you guys just because yeah. you're you're my boys, you know. But that's it's fucking crazy. It was so sad to see that like his none of his friends like stood even just standing in between them or something. I'm I mean, so even just being a bystander there, like at a certain point, someone's like getting wrecked at a certain point. Like, it's like, yo dude, what are you doing? You yeah. know, like, yo, it's a like, human yeah, being, it's a human being. Like at some point, somebody, but nobody jumps in. It's just like, what? I read the report and it's like, he knocks him out with his elbow, uh, wakes him up, 
fucking says something super disrespectful to him and then like knocks him out again. I'm not sure if it was a choke or if he just like I think kicked, kicked him in the him, face. Yeah. yeah. I think he kicked him in his face, like kicked his teeth in and shit. And yeah, I mean wild, like man. that's crazy, dude. Too we wild. have cameras here now. How? Yeah. Like, like come on, dude. You know they're filming this. They're showing it on Flow Grappling right now, dude. Yeah. Like you were live on Flow Grappling. Yeah, that match was somebody. crazy. Yeah, yeah that match was crazy. <laughs> That's just all I bet those two competitors loved it because they're like, yes, that's what our fucking names yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. You know how they're doing the nominations now? Like match of the year. No, how, how are they year. doing it? Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, that you yeah. like vote for the, the finish. Like, So they'll have like finish of the year and you pick between three matches. I voted for the half match. <laughs> <laughs> that got my vote. Yeah. <laughs> that was you and like flawless. Yeah, yeah, flawless. Dude, that was, that's that was insane. Wild. What's growing out of your elbow? That's a mat burn. You you know like you know when you get like a cut like Jason has one right now on his fucking foot. I got this mat burn. Like you you keep training. It's hard not to like yeah. keep training and keep getting it open. You got to put uh, Windex on it. Windex. Yeah. yeah. Are you joking or are you serious? I don't know. I could be. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you spray Windex. On it. <laughs> I'll spray. I don't have Windex the on. I don't have the heart to do that. Oh yeah, dude. Really? Though? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Yo, I've heard of new skin. Hit it with a little Windex, man. That works on everything? It could. I heard, I, I thought it was Sprite. I'm not a doctor. But... <laughs> yeah. How was the whole Kasai experience, man? Because that was yeah. pretty last minute jump. Into, yeah. uh, it oh, was kind of yeah. just like, hey, you're just yeah. fun, right? Yeah. So what was that like? You're uh, like a cowboy. So you going wake up, up and then what happened? Well, I knew, I knew, I, knew, I want to say on like Wednesday night that it was probably going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Thursday morning, I got the definite text that it was like going to happen. Um, and to be honest, it doesn't register right away. You know, yeah. like it, you're in shock. You're just, cause I was going to do Kasai anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I was on the, you're gonna, the trials. Anyway. Oh no, you were going to, you had your super match. You were going to go up against Marvin originally. No, right? I had uh, Carlos Rosado. Oh, so you were like, the original. Oh. It's not like I like was rolling off the couch. Like, yeah. Strolling yeah, yeah, up to Kasai. Yeah, yeah. Like I was preparing for, a very yeah, you even came match. into Brooklyn that week. Yeah. 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 So then Friday, uh, when we, no, sorry, Thursday, when we did all the media, mm-hmm. like when I had to go do like the pictures and the interview, that's when it hit me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like this is a professional headshot. What was the feeling like? Uh, was it like all positive? Was it like yeah, anxious? It was all, yeah. No, it was nice. all positive. It was all positive. And uh, the only time it got a little weird is like I got to the venue and, uh, I was like, man, like I think I gotta like get out of here and clear my head for a minute. Yeah. So I literally just ran from the Hammerstein ballroom, like two Henzos and back. I'm <laughs> That's awesome. like just ran. to like Yeah, I just grabbed my coat and I just ran there and back. And uh I was like running into people that, you know, were Men going were like, to the Frank, show. Where are you going? They're like, Where are you going, dude? Like, get out of my way. <laughs> but, uh, but no, man, like once I started the warm up, I was like, This is fucking awesome. Nice. You know, like yeah, this is what I, we're here for, you know? Yeah. Uh and and what's funny is like you know like I've been I worked a really long time to get even an opportunity like that, mm-hmm. and there were other guys that when when that spot opened up they texted me and a few other guys that I'm not going to name um, all at the same time Should. because they didn't have the time to start to wait for an answer yeah. so they just they they hit up so like whoever the first, gave the first answer. they hit up the first three guys or four guys they could uh. think of I think it was three and uh, what I was told is like. Uh, one other guy that they were reached out to was like, ah, I don't know. Like I wasn't really preparing for a tournament. And, uh, 
And when Hollis texted me, within like literally 12 seconds, I texted him back, I'm in. And they were like, well, that's, that's, that's our it. answer. That's, yeah. that's who so deserves it, man. I just that's think it's interesting that like you, you're a full-time grappler, like you devote your life to grappling. You know, you're not making the money you could be making if, say, you did like a traditional job. Yeah. Uh, grappling's fucking hard. Yeah. You know, like it's stressful. All making a shit. living off of grappling. And, and you get an opportunity like that and you said no, no. that's yeah. crazy to me. Yeah. It's just, fear though. It's, it goes back to what happened with Cyborg. It's fear. Fear it's makes fear you do curate crazy yeah. things. Like yeah. it's fear. And like they say like there's no ego in jujitsu. There is ego no, in jujitsu. All the time. But all the time. You yeah. gotta like I feel like what jujitsu is is getting over that ego, over like overcoming that ego, being able to control it. Like if you're so scared that you're gonna get tapped, what the fuck are you yeah. even doing here, man? Yeah. Like this is what we do. This like go out there, put it on the line. Like and yeah. if you lose, you lose, man. To be like, honest, nobody's gonna man, hate like, you. I feel like there's three categories of competitors in terms of like the psychology that I've seen uh, in the past year. Mm-hmm. All right. The first category is people that like really don't believe in themselves at all mm. and like have no confidence and it shows like because they won't step up for a big match or a big opportunity because they're afraid of getting decked no. in front of people and cameras and all that. Then there's like a very small percentage of people that uh, are like pretty realistic with themselves, you know, and like uh, have a, a pretty good grip on reality. Mm-hmm. And then there's a group of people that are just straight up fucking delusional. Those are my favorite. Those are my favorite. Just straight up delusional about like their abilities and how they're perceived and like they think that they're way more important than they are and like that's what I see amongst competitors. I see like those three things. Either a guy's got his head on straight, he doesn't believe in himself at all or he's completely out of his mind and thinks that he can do things and beat people that he can't. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we know a few but I'm sure we do. It's there and we'll call it that but but you know what? Like, not for nothing, a, a lot of it is just showing up. So those delusional people, they get pretty fucking far just because they show up. Yeah. Maybe all those people who have their head on straight have a shit day, and those fucking delusional guys eke it out, and suddenly yeah. they won some. Like, I think the worst tournament. one you could be is the guy with without enough confidence. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't even go or breaks yeah. in the middle yeah. of the match? Like, yeah, or even fuck. like they, you know, and they're they're very uh, like they'll stay in their lane. You know, they won't, too much. Yeah, yeah they won't. Uh, put themselves out there on on the bigger stages yeah. or against the better guys because they know you know they know that like or they feel maybe that they're not ready yeah so it's crazy man but the delusional thing is absolutely oh, real oh dude yeah. it's like it, it's unbelievable I see it refing all the time yeah. <laughs> you know? oh yeah. yeah oh yeah dude we're, so we're Naga refs well I'm like an apprentice he's like been doing it his whole life right like uh, what like 10 30 10 I started with him in like 2010 20 years yeah. so 20 years 20 years <laughs> 20 so by Fabian's math 20 years <laughs> by Fabian's math yeah. uh, Sebastian started Naga yeah him and Kim started yeah. Naga together I've never heard of Kip oh I just God. heard of Sebastian <laughs> thanks CEO man CEO of Naga yeah. CEO I'm on the side of the truck of yeah. Naga <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh Bro, so yeah you see gear. you see like uh, I guess you you do see some of those delusional people. Oh like, yeah, it's the funniest are the delusional parents that they want their kids oh, to be yeah. savages those like the, the other ones, but it's just not happening. And the kids just like crying, and I'm like, I can just tell that that kid's there because the dad wants to live straight up through him. I had yeah. a dad get into a fight, pick another pick a fight with like a 12 year old 
because I used to train at the same academy. And the the dad kept asking me why his son couldn't face uh, this other kid. And to the point where I was like, this is strange. Yeah. And I'm like, what is your beef with this? Like, what is your issue with this kid? He's like, no, no issue. We just want a good match. And I was like, the other coach comes and he's like, we've had to like put restraining orders on this guy because he keeps trying to start problems and he wants to settle it through the kids. And that's not what we're trying to do. Wow. Somehow the match ends up getting being made by somebody, man. Because the dude was so persistent. He paid off one of like the yeah, local. He was so persistent that they did like it. Naga ref, like he was like, here, 20 bucks. Yeah. You might get to fuck this. Yeah. Like, fight this other kid dude here. And then I just see in the ring next to me, I see it going down, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be a shit show. He starts, like, basically talking shit to the other kid. And the kid's, like, 12, man. He's got, like, a yellow-white belt. I'm like, come on, man. Like, what is up with you? And this dad is a fucking dork, you know? Like, a dude that just, like, if you, like, just puff your chest out to him, he's like, ah, I'm sorry, you know? He, like, betas real quick. And... He starts talking shit to the kid, and then just one of the coaches gets up and, like, grabs him, and, like, they have to, get separate them. And I'm just like, just another fucking Naga, you know? (laughs) Just another day fighting for plastic swords (laughs) in a a high school gym. But, honestly, that's the definition of Naga Philly. Naga Philly is, like, a hurricane. Yeah, Philadelphia, I don't know what it is, but they are savages out there, man. Naga's, like, the equivalent of, like, Little League. For like grappling, so yeah, you see these dads like middle. Oh, America the trophy dads! dads like, you see them, man, yeah, so much. I thought this was America. <laughs> <laughs> Getting arrested at Naga. I mean, Philly's a different uh, kind of people, dude. Different kind of people. You're man. talking about people that punch fucking horses. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, you're talking about people who, when their team wins, they light the city on fire. Oh, dude. You know, like what? Yeah. You guys won. They're like, ah, oh, we're lighting it on fire, anyways. Yeah, we didn't grease everything up for nothing. Fun, you know, you <laughs> they're know? like, you think we greased all this? Up, not the light shit on fire. They're like, the yeah, they have to grease the light poles so that people don't climb up them and shit like <laughs> oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, what are you talking? Philadelphia, about? man. They grease them wild. Up. Have you heard Bill Burr talking shit about Philadelphia? He goes, yeah, fucking Philly sucks. He's like, even their sports legend is a fucking made up person. He's <laughs> just talking mad shit. Uh, but Philadelphia, yeah, that's. There was actually. Didn't, didn't you guys go to one like an event out there or something? Yeah, uh, the pilgrim. Jason and I, the pilgrim, yeah, the yeah. pilgrim shit. Right. Jason Rao and I did uh, super fights for the pilgrim uh, invitation or uh, whatever pilgrim. What was pilgrim it? Was there something else right? going on while you guys were there or something? Because I remember seeing pictures and there's like an, a whole event going on or something in the background. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. So they had. Uh, like a CrossFit competition going on <laughs> in the same uh, in like the same venue. like venue, yeah. And then I think they had like a dodgeball tournament too. Dodgeball. So yeah, so I got done with I I've uh, I got done with my match. Jason got done with his, and we both won. And I'm trying to gather up a squad to, to do the dodgeball. dodgeball. Dodge, dodge, you know, dive, dive, dodge. A hundred percent. And I had a tough match. Like I fought Chad George. Like we went to overtime. Oh, but make no mistake, man. I can go all day. <laughs> yeah. I'll throw some fucking dodgeballs. Yeah. Um, Did you guys end up getting the team? No, man. What but, happened? Who backed out? I don't know. Like you know, people Logistics. are. That's back. That goes back to the whole fear thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Fear stops you. From fear stops you from playing dreams. dodgeball. Yep. But that's crazy that they had like a dodgeball tournament. Dude, they had dodgeball and CrossFit and that's a a lot of pre workout. Now, with all that going on, I'm looking at the CrossFit competition and the dodgeball competition like uh 
like it's a little bit strange to me <laughs> to be having at a grappling tournament. But then you have to look at it from their perspective. Like this, we're the weird ones. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is a gym, dude. Yeah. we're not in like they're a like bucket. we're not on a mat. They're like playing a game and then working out extremely, you know. Right. And then we're over and here just fucking. Yeah, and, and then you guys are over there just fucking throwing down, yeah. like fucking like, throwing your soul. Them, and, yeah. dude, throw, throwing down. They're no, they like, looked at us like it was like yeah. uh, like erotic. Yeah, kind of. Like, what's this sex karate that's going on? Yeah. Covering yeah. the kids' yeah. eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys are wearing condoms, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you guys, you guys safe? Is this sanctioned? Yeah. I was watching like somebody uh, on my Instagram feed just got like uh, their purple belt, but they're like one of those like ten year blue belts, so. He had like a picture, so or a sandbagger. Like, yeah, like a picture of him, uh, like back in 06 with Matt, and like everybody at the grappling competition has their shirt off. They're wearing gi pants. Like it's a fucking like it's a shit show. It looks like everyone's just like fighting bare knuckle. Yeah. And the video's so like shitty, but like grappling used to be so different back then. Like grappling now looks so tame. Like those if those CrossFit guys saw like. Those guys grappling back in the day it would be a fucking shit show, dude. Like I, I'm, I'm glad I'm not a part of that right now. Like I started what, like three years? I, when did you start? I started in late 2009. 2009. Yeah, oh, so that's like nine years ago. Wait, you're coming up on your tenth year now. No, right? um, uh, yeah, late 2009. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah I started 20, 2009. Coming too. up on my tenth year. Yeah. And yeah, man, it was way different. Like yeah. everything looked different. Yeah, it was like MMA jujitsu. Yeah, it was like <laughs> it was just. I mean, now, like, we're in the golden age, you yeah. know? Like, we're we're like. lucky that we're still young guys and, like, competing now. Yeah, for sure. And because, the internet's uh, out and we have all this technique yeah. and shit like and that. And just, like, you know, the whole where we train and, like, everything like yeah. that. Like, yeah, oh, thank be, God. Like, like, I, like I told you today, like, f- coming here from Florida, you know, Florida, I learned a lot, yeah, but here it's just a different level. Yeah. Yo, imagine, Doesn't even compare. Yeah, he, what, how long were you training Six in years down there. Six years down there. And then yeah. he comes up and he's, like... Suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I felt like, man. Yeah, dude, that's what I that's what we all felt like, I yeah. think, you know, for until relatively recently. Really? Yeah. Uh yeah. And like I, I think now the the guys now say that started Henzo's uh, or Sarah or wherever, that's like insane, they right? they don't have a frame of reference. Yeah, right? I have no but frame like, of reference. Yeah, you okay, motherfucker. Exactly. But like <laughs> yeah. Sebastian and I do yeah. because like we've seen what it's like. Elsewhere, years ago, ten years ago, or on another, yeah, Yeah. in another room. But like, man, you were fucking. You started with Matt, Sarah. You had Matt (laughs) and Jason Rao, and you're training with John, and like coming to Henzo's, like, dude. you don't it's realize like how lucky that. that's you like are. when you get all the cheat codes in GTA for the first time, and you're just like, "All right, yeah, <laughs> like I fe- I let's really, play this I game," felt you know. That while I was experiencing it, and I'm like, I think I'm like lucky right now. Like, and like I would hate so lucky. vacations and shit like that because I'm like, yo, like I'm missing out. I feel like the best thing for me right now to do is whatever I'm doing, like just train and be here. Here yeah. is the mecca right now. Yeah, for sure. Like East Coast Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, I have that I same that. that same thing. Whenever I go away, I have like like anxiety, like FOMO. Yeah. Right? yeah, that like I'm like fuck. Like yeah. I want to be in the basement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're getting better. Yeah, be in the basement. I want to be in the basement. Yeah, that's that. that that's that uh, BDSM, and you fucking that's it. Put man. me in the basement. Put me there. <laughs> put so me you go running to Henzo's. You get back to the Hammerstein ballroom, and then what happens? So I get back to the Hammerstein. I throw my headphones on and start warming up. What are you listening to? 
Uh, probably Justin Bieber. Fuck yeah. 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 Either that like early Biebs or early Biebs or later Biebs? I'll Biebs. go later Biebs. Later Biebs like Whoa, Diplo? That's... Diplo and Skrillex Biebs? Uh, I'll go with like that or uh, he did like a remix of like okay. a Drake song. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. What about yeah. the one where he sang in Spanish? I'll sing. Like I'll, dude, I'll listen to all of it. Nice. It's good. Wow. Yeah. And I'll blast it loud too. And people yeah. lose to you and you're, too. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> people are going <laughs> to... People give me looks when they hear it coming through the headphones. I lose to this And at that point... That's where I gain the mental edge because yeah. they're like, fuck. That's what, that's what gonna, we're getting if at. If I lose to this guy, <laughs> fuck. And that's just another thing for them to be thinking about. If I lose to then, them, then about, what yeah. you do, then you hit him with a little like Hanson. Oh, shit. Hit him with some no Hanson. Nobody tri- wants to lose to a guy. Threat, bro. You know, when, to you know when somebody listens? Yeah, yeah. They, their music's so loud. Yeah. You just hear it. And like even in a quiet room, like, damn, I can't imagine yeah. that Kasai backstage. No, but in all seriousness, I, I got hip hop going pretty loud nice. <laughs> with Hanson and Justin Bieber uh, mixed in. Nice. And, the killer uh, playlist. Yeah, so the, the what first. Are your thoughts? The first round, they were like, you have Paulo Meow. Fuck yeah. And to be honest, I was kind of relieved. Yeah. I, 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 cause I, I was like, all right, he's in my, on my side of the bracket. He's probably uh, the top dog. He's probably the favorite on yeah, paper. Yeah. So it can't get, I'm like, no matter how it goes, like yeah. we're going to put our best foot forward and, and uh, have the best match we can have. And if it goes well, great. If it doesn't go well, it's yeah. not going to get any worse than that. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's kind of what happened. Like I went out, I, I tried my hardest to obviously yeah, win, awesome but match, like, man. I'm just not there yet. Yeah. I mean, that's the reality. I'm not, yeah. I'm not at his level yet. So I get decked nine, nothing. But then after that, man, all the pressure is like off. It's Cause you're all, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, no one else in that this Paulo, you know, is like, going to beat me nine, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. nobody and and I was very confident. Like no one's gonna submit me. Yeah, for you sure. know, so that's one thing. That's a trademark. I feel like Henzo guys have. Like they don't really get submitted too too much. I mean, it happened. You know, it's gonna it happen happens, at some but point. Like, but like, I'm confident. But in that bracket, I was I was very confident. I mean, especially after that match. Yeah, you, know, you just want you just had a match yeah, with yeah, fucking Paul. Yeah. You know, that's so, awesome. You know. So then Bruno Frizzato was supposed to be round two, but he got hurt. He got hurt. His Gio like Gio broke his some leg. Fuck, yeah. So Gio I was. So then I went from a almost like a very excited state to like, fuck, like I really wanted to fight Bruno because I've had a, I have a huge amount of respect for him. I yeah. looked up to him and all that, but also like, I think that's a match I fucking win. You know? <laughs> yeah, fuck so, yeah. so now I'm like, shit, like that kind of kills the momentum. And then they say, okay, you're going to get a buy. They come back round three and they say, all right, it's you and Gio. Nice. So then I'm right back up yeah. and excited. Like, okay, like here we go. You know, yeah. so uh, so then what happens in the match with Geo? So like, then with the match with Geo, uh, I win one nothing. Yeah, uh, for the for the Oma plot. No, I don't think so, the man. Lever sweeper. Listen, I, listen I don't know, Wayne. man. I think I think if they would have given the point for the penalty, then maybe you can say it's a controversial. But they didn't give a point for the penalty. They give you a point for your submission attempt. And realistically, in that match, that was the most like yeah. he didn't attempt a submission attempt. I, I mean, people. And, we're and talking for you to, for, so much shit. And for I'm you like, to go for an omoplata, like, yeah. that's risky, man, you yeah. know? And to throw it on Geo, it's risky. And to do it, especially because they're trying to reward submission attempts, I think you got to understand that that's like, boom, that's a point, man. And I don't, like, once they said that the point was for the submission attempt, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, what else? Like, are we not going to judge, like, in terms of submissions, that was the deepest submission of that match. What are we going to do? Not, ju- not judge for that? Yeah. And, and, like, I, dude, like, I'm reading these comments and, like, this is new to me. I've never, I've never had people really talk shit about me. That's how you know so, you're doing something right, though, man. But, but I'm like, yeah. in my head, I'm like, well, like, you know what? Like, how many fucking omoplatas did you guys yeah. put in? <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, he's fucking good, man. Yeah, he's strong. He's too. very good. Yeah. He's, 
you know, dude, how many points did you beat him by? Yeah, dude, yeah. listen, you got you got a twenty year Naga ref. Twenty yeah. year <laughs> Naga you that you got one point for that the, 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 attempt, the, dude. There's no the Kasai the rules are the Kasai rules are basically the Naganogi rules. Yeah. They're yeah. points for submission attempts. When you break it yeah. down, it's crazy. Yeah, points for the takedown he attempts. Told me that. Yeah. The same thing. But uh, I know I I definitely yeah. yo. But you got you got mentioned on the on the Rogan podcast. Yeah, that was dope. Cool. Yeah, oh, that was, yeah, yeah. They had the five companion, and then uh, Eddie Bravo was like, "Yeah, I heard about the rules of oh, match." Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, I remember. I think I, I sent you a message about that. Now I remember. Yeah, yeah. And Geo's like on the podcast. He was kind of bitching, bro. Like, well, I but but you know what though? Like I don't blame him, man. He's a competitor, just like I'm a competitor, man. and and he wants to win and. You know, he didn't like the result, and I can't blame him for that. Look, yeah. man, if I was in his shoes, I would have hated that result too. Yeah. So, but um, he was he was saying stuff he shouldn't have been because he didn't know he was on speakerphone. Like, why would Eddie Bravo put him on speakerphone? I don't think he said anything out of line. I don't think was, he, I don't, I don't think it was bad. Yeah, I, don't yeah, think yeah, I really don't be, think it was bad. Like I think he just seemed just frustrated, dude. I think he just yeah, seemed frustrated. I think he showed. I think he showed the normal frustration that any competitor would have showed. So, you know, I I told yeah. Rich, I was like, hey, look, I'm like. Super Let's fight. run it back. Run yeah. Let's run it back. That's a good fight. That's a good match. Why not? Yeah. You know, Gio's a great guy. For sure. He's, he's going to be better shows the up, next time. Shows up to compete. Yeah. yeah. But the next Kasai is in April. He's going to be better by then. Yeah. I know I'm going to be better by then. So... Hell yeah! yeah you know, that's why be not? A great like match. two, yeah. it's two guys that that had a close match. Nice, I'm sure man. he wants to fucking be- like just just from his frustration alone that I heard. Like I'm sure he would want to take that match. Yeah, too. I hope yeah, so. I could see that. Other I than Bruno, so. who did you kind of really want to face? Maybe somebody on the other side of the bracket that you're kind of just like, man, that's a match that I would have uh, always to, liked to I try. I mean, out. to be honest, any one of them, yeah. you know, was. I mean, that was a crazy bracket. All, that was a yeah. Any one of those matches would be an was Grippo was an honor to take. Yeah, those those are some names. But I, I I always like the guys that are a little bit more submission oriented yeah, yeah, yeah. because those are the guys that I, I get excited about fighting. Yeah. Guys that really try to come after you and break you. Um, so it was funny. You know, you had guys in the division like Rippo who are positionally just very, very, very tough to beat. Yeah. Um, and and then you had guys like Gio that like are known to like break people and finish people. So. Yeah. No matter what, you're going to get a really tough match. And, yeah. and that's what I wanted. Yeah, that's cool, know? man. That's so. awesome. What do you think of the final match between uh, Paulo and, uh, and Gianni? Uh, that was a little... That was like... Again, like with any close match, there's going to be controversy. I was mm-hmm. very happy for Gianni, man. Oh, for Hell sure. Yeah, for dude. sure. Like, he just, yeah, that was awesome. I, I, I was happy for the kid. And, uh, you know, I have... I he, was able to have... The utmost respect, especially being that that night, I know what Paulo feels like now. I know how good he is firsthand. Yeah. So to see Gianni beat him, you're like, wow. Like, you're okay. Like, yeah. That's the All truth. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I was respect, happy for him. Yeah. I thought it was a great performance, and like to do it at home, you know. Didn't Didn't for Gianni him. come from uh, Henzo's? He like, did. Yeah. You know, I trained upstate at Atlas, and apparently, uh, I remember the sensei up there told me Gianni actually trained up there for a bit too. And I'm like, wow, it's a small fucking world. Like, yeah. He did like an ex-guard seminar up there or something. But yeah. Like, were you around when he was in? You so you knew Gianni from back in the day? Yeah, I mean, we didn't train together every day because yeah. uh, at that time, uh, like I was in college, so I was when I was home. Um, if I could get into Henzo's, I would go train at Henzo's. Um, but uh, you know, we trained like a handful of times, and I remember when he was like a purple belt, uh, brown belt, and 
yeah, dude, like he fucked me up. You know, <laughs> he's, he was very good. But he was always like super respectful. And like anytime I had a question, I think one time I even asked him, I was like, hey, man, like I would love to pick your brain. Can I pay you for a private? And he was like, no, like I'll show you whatever you want. Like you don't have to pay me. That's cool. Like he wow. was so, he was very, he was always very generous to me with his time. Uh, the few exchanges that we did have. Mm. So uh, when he left, like I had no bad feelings towards the kid because like, he was great to me, yeah. you know. He was just I don't doing know his any, thing. I so, don't know any of the like. I haven't Googled it or Reddited it, but I'll, I'll probably find out. Yeah, why. I mean, unless I have to fight him, I'm gonna root for him. Yeah, you know, cool. or unless my teammates are fighting him, yeah. I'm gonna root for him. You know, he's a good dude. Unless yeah, it, yeah. unless it's Fabian, then you're gonna root for him. If it's Fabian, I'm rooting for Gianni, <laughs> Gianni. so hard. Double G. I'm probably Double gonna help G's corner him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll corner him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Thanks. What was it like being out there for the women's EBI? Uh, oh, you were out there. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was interesting, <laughs> Coach man. that. Uh, so it was at the Onnit facility. It was the next night. Yeah. Um, it was cool, man. It was uh, it was smaller than I thought, yeah. to be honest. In like, what, like, in terms of? Well, so, like, Onnit the night before, the crowd was packed. Um, the crowd was way smaller the next night. For the for EBI. For the EBI. Uh, but it was cool. It was I got to see the entire process. I got to see the weigh-ins, uh, the rules meeting. Yeah. Um, people warming up in the back, and then once the show started, it was pretty much the same as on it. Yeah. Like the the whole organizational procedures were exactly the same. Um, but it was cool, man. Like the girls have such a different, um, uh, like, like mental approach than guys do. Oh, really? And that was interesting to see in what, the what, in the warm up room. Notice? Uh, they're just much more calm. You know, they were they were much more like matter of fact, a little bit more relaxed, I felt. And uh, I think that actually helps with, like, performance, you know? So, um, yeah, like, it was cool, man. Like, I always like to study what the top athletes are doing yeah. in their field. So these are the top submission-only women yeah. uh, doing what they're doing. So Why didn't it, they get uh, Katya on there? Like I don't know. We pushed hard for her, Yeah, man. I saw the, the, the online campaign. Oh, yeah, she, dude. You know, yeah. That, she's beaten multiple EBI. She's submitted she, multiple <clears throat> EBI veterans. Like, she absolutely deserves a shot. So we pushed yeah, hard. Yeah, and she just keeps it. winning. She just keeps winning yeah, and, yeah. and just, like... I don't understand why they wouldn't have her on. It's just, know, like, man. I don't know if at that point... It, it might be It might be because she's uh, purple belt still, you know, and yeah, I think... but they've had, they've had purple belts compete in the combat jiu-jitsu. They have, recently, but I think know? they're moving for EBI. I think they're moving towards to having brown more brown belt. Who did you coach out there? I coached uh, Nina. She's from Hodger's school. Hodger. Yeah, oh, Nina okay. Navid. Uh, so she came, like, a month earlier or so before EBI and trained with us at Henzo's. And she's been to Henzo's in the so past. Hodger's from UK? Yeah. Oh, shit, that's awesome. So, uh, oh. you know, like, Henzo's yeah. and Hodger's schools are very close with each yeah. other. Yeah. So... Uh, you know, we, we trained together, and then she was like, hey, if you're going to be out there anyway, would you mind cornering me? So I was like, yeah, of course. Hell yeah. Like, she didn't have anyone with her, you know? I wasn't uh, going to, like... Yeah, from London. Yeah. Right, so, so, but it was, her, like, her first uh, EBI rules experience. Type of tournament, yeah. And I thought she did great, man. Yeah, you she know? had a really exciting she, match, yeah. She had a really competitive match, and... Like it didn't go her way, but I think she the next it was, week it was really close though. Yeah, the yeah, next weekend she took like third at the Nogi World. So, that's awesome. You know she's yeah. fucking good. That's grinding. That's awesome, dude. man. Yeah. Another country, like holy shit. Did you feel like the facility itself for the on it was like perfect capacity for that event? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. had a lot of room. They had uh, 
like the mat space was good. Everything yeah. was good. Is that something that when you're like looking at these tournaments, you're looking at like the mat space because so much of the out of bounds fucks with matches sometimes, yeah. in my opinion. So that if you see like these tournaments that have these really small mats and just like that's gonna be a constant reset, a constant reset. Yeah, uh, I do a couple things. The first thing I do is I know exactly what the venue looks like. Every detail you could think of mm-hmm. uh because i want to start to picture and visualize and visualize the other thing i do is like you've seen i'm sure every rise invitational every on it every super fight anything at all i get there early and i move around on the stage or the mat that i'm going to yeah. be competing yeah, yeah. on and so uh, you get a feel for the space i do I, yeah, I, I get yeah. a feel um nice. and it just kind of makes me feel more comfortable uh so yeah but on it like mat space wasn't really an issue. I wasn't worried nice. about going out of bounds. Yeah, it's pretty big, especially for just one match going yeah. on, which makes sense. So, what about the Hammerstein Barroom? It seems like it's a really dope ass venue. Yeah, to that was at. cool. That seems yeah, man, all the pictures like, that come out of there, like especially like if Juliana Fonseca's taking pictures of you right there, you're just like, man, these are gonna be great for my yeah. Instagram. At least eleven likes. You know? <laughs> yeah, maybe twelve. <laughs> maybe twelve. Yeah, I get th- I get to thirteen. I gotta I gotta yeah, call security. We don't, we, don't, we don't take the trash out. You anymore, know how it you know? is. <laughs> they sit outside your house. But that venue looks Wait like it's dope. Is that, I get that a lot. Yeah. I, I've got a lot. Gets it a I lot. Yeah, a yeah. lot. Flavor. Too much clout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that your favorite place that you've competed at? Hammerstein. Yeah, the Hammerstein. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Hammerstein. Especially because it's right. It's right down the block from Henzo's. Yeah, so it's like yeah. home basically. It was like home. That's awesome. But man. it was cool. But I'm heading out to England in a few weeks. Oh yeah, are oh, you yeah. competing out there? Wait, are you going to like Hotlanta fucking tomorrow? I'm going to Hotlanta tomorrow, but that's oh, for a wedding. Shit. Shout dude. out to Steve and Miriam. <laughs> Mazel tov from my family to yours. Miriam gets steved or whatever. That's right. <laughs> and then I'm heading out to England, uh, January 26th. To do a, a super fight at Battle Grapple versus Jay Butler. Oh, nice, dude. And then I'm Butler. going to Kuwait for a, oh, shit. an cool. EBI-style tournament. That's wait, wait, awesome, What are you man. going to Kuwait for? It's an EBI rules tournament. Against who? Uh, it's, a f- it's an eight-man bracket. So I don't know any of the other eight or other seven. But I'm How bringing, do you get invited to that? So they hit me up, and they were like, hey, we did one event. We're getting ready for our second one. We would really love to have a Danaher guy in there. So would you consider doing it? Uh, we're going to do a 150-pound uh, eight-man bracket. And uh, <laughs> I, I was, was like, going to be the currency they paid you. Yeah. I was like, where is it? They're like, Kuwait City. I was like, I'm there. Yeah. Whoa, Count let's me get weird. in. Yeah, let's get Yo, weird. You're going to have get like... weird. Like, you're going to have like... Uh, like what are the a fixer like somebody who like helps you out or some shit like I need somebody to get me a fucking camera. Well, they they said to me they go, uh, do you have any t- like you can bring a teammate? We'll fly a teammate out with you. Yo. And uh, I said, can I bring Vinny? They said, we don't know. He's kind of a freak. <laughs> and I I did some negotiating, and they were like, all right, you can bring Vinny. Oh, and wow. so I said, in in the words of Marvin Gaye, let's get it on. <laughs> Dude, that's gonna be crazy. Get your like. Uh, beards grown out. Yeah. Get your fucking. I can't grow facial hair. <laughs> it doesn't come in. Maybe when no you're way. over there, it'll happen. Dude, this is the most I'll get, and it. That's like, the most you'll get. That's yeah. like eight months not shaved. Uh, I mean, I've never done eight months, but I would imagine it wouldn't look much different than this. No way. Yeah. Dude, that's. I can't do it. I don't know. I so feel like that's you could. your weakness. So that's your. Yeah, thing, dude. I can't grow facial hair. Wow, we got down to it. The nitty gritty. How long does like your beard right now? How long does that? I take? don't even know, dude. You've had it for a little bit. It feels like a part of me. It takes me, I would say this takes me like maybe like two or three months. It looks good. It also scares the shit out of me. Are you scared of it? And and small children. It makes me uncomfortable. Yes. I I don't know. It makes me feel more grown up. When was the last time you clean shaved? I don't even remember. 
to be honest. Okay. Yeah. If I clean shave though, I look like I'm 13. I was fighting it for a long time. When when I was like yeah. 19, like I was like clean shaving all yeah. the time. I'm like, no, I'm getting older. And I'm just like, fuck it. You that was the worry years at 19? You get stopped at airports a lot? No. No. Nah, I, so I, I don't I believe to, you. I try to talk as loud and as white as possible before yeah. I get to the front of the line. And they're like, you know, like as the guys are coming, they're like, oh wait, he's cool. Mm-hmm. He's I don't know. Cool. Yeah, I don't yeah, believe he's you. He's cool. No, I'm, you know. Again, oh, if Sebastian and I no worked way. at the airport, dude, we would. Yeah. They'd be like, yo, we're going to have a, a code. Sick. We got a code nine eleven. Dude, right I, here. I basically, I basically live at Laguardia every weekend, and I know that they're gonna stop you. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. They'll be like, "Oh, sir, you've been randomly selected again today." <laughs> yo, I've gotten stopped a couple times. I would stop you even like at not at the airport. <laughs> yeah. That's because like I kind of want to take you into the living room right now and ask you some questions. <laughs> like, like <laughs> his fucking your your fucking colonizer instincts are kicking in. Right now. <laughs> yeah. to, like relax, bro. You're in our house. Frank's like, what caravan did you arrive in? <laughs> the Mayflower. When Chill, I when bro. I got here today, uh, Fabian texted me. He goes, the caravan awaits you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, going to the border. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's awesome. That was like awesome. <laughs> the caravan awaits you. Damn, such man. a gentleman, dude. We're we're doing this shit every fucking Friday, dude. I don't give a fuck. Like training at Sarah's, we're yeah. Have to do the podcast. Yeah, that 10 a.m. session, dude, is that was fun. Fucking awesome. That was awesome, yeah. That is awesome. And I like the position of work we did. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I like you, it. Do you guys still do the gi? No, I do because Quinn teaches it on like Mondays and Thursdays, so I just kind of keep doing it. But honestly, I hate the gi. I have no problem with the gi. I love the gi. Yeah, I, I really love. I the got gi. no problem with it. I just it's sweat fun. so. M- I lo- I just sweat so much, man, and like in the gi, I just feel so heavy, and it feels no, like I like when you're in the gi because you're not sweating as much. <laughs> that makes sense. It's yeah. different. Yeah. It's di- like like yeah. you're so much easier to control. I do it like a couple times a week. Yeah. 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 Well, I, that, is it because you teach it or do you volunteer? Well, I teach in the gi every day, but I train in the gi like a couple times a week. Oh Just because I, I like it. That's crazy. I just want I miss it. You know? Yeah. I want to be with it. I want to be. I want to be, be in it. I want to be. I want to be on it. I am the gi. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's some black belt talk. Would you say your gi game is equal or as good as your no gi game? I'd say it's not too, too, too far off. And if I really train the gi, like I would be like equal. Fifty-fifty. It, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. Like the the grips and stuff. I really started like my tournament. Like like in the beginning, like I was fire in the gi doing spider guard no other white belt you know i i still remember the youtube video it's like steven kesting's easiest move to hit in the gi and all it is is you grab the sleeves foot like pump pump and then grab suck them in for the triangle and yeah. I, I would just hit that on everybody dude. another one another one yeah i did get like omoplatas and shit like in tournaments because like i was just youtubing everything yeah and then <laughs> i don't know man it worked I, out i thought it'd be even and then when i went to ireland there was this uh this uh polish kid that's a friend of mine and he's a very good uh geek competitor and like is that the nerd looking kid no no that's oh, real good no. yeah real nice real, real nice yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. yeah. No. uh Braulio, like he's like basically the head instructor for Braulio's academy and um He's very gi oriented, so we rolled a nogi, and I was, or it was like, okay, it was a nogi roll. But then we rolled in gi, and man, he was just like with, with certain grips, he was just ahead of me. He didn't smoke me like it was obviously like it was like we we threw down, but at a certain point, he started playing with certain grips, and I'm just like, uh, I was like, fuck, I'm like, I should be training more in the gi, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That was my thought. So it's like kind of like I don't know. I, I was on the worm guard kick for, but Keenan came and taught a seminar, and I had like his fucking website for like a month or two and i was like 
We have a really good gee guy at our school called uh, Mike Sullivan. You know, you know Sully. Yeah, of course. The pirate looking uh, pirate. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ahoy yeah. Mike. Yeah, he's uh, he's really good in the gee, but he plays that worm guard and like. I started playing it, then Keenan came, and then I was like, that's it, I'm doing the gi now, bro. I'm going to fucking wear my purple belt every day. And then I just stopped doing it, and yeah. no gi now. Like, no gi's so much easier, less laundry. Like, that's the biggest thing for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, it, like, real talk, like, oh, laundry. Uh, I hate laundry. I don't know, it's, like, more popular out here. Yeah, they're Training's just, they're, better. there aren't a whole lot of promotions that are going to pay you money to win a gi tournament. <laughs> Yeah, you know? I wouldn't. I yeah. wouldn't even like. I don't, I don't even watch gi. I don't even remember the last. I like time. to watch it, but like, really, yeah. I because you know why I want to understand. Yeah, like the whole worm guard thing, and like I want to stay current. You know, I can't play worm guard as well as I can play. You know, uh, like a no gi kind of kind of game. Yeah. Yeah. But I still want to know what I'm looking at and and have a basic idea of like why this is working. For sure. are, you, are you like 100% focused on being a competitor as opposed to like being a, a teacher? Like how, how much of yourself, like how would you say you split that? Cause That's a good question. So I, I mean, I think you got to wear two different hats. Uh, I'm in a unique situation because like I don't own my own school uh-huh. uh, and that's for a reason just because like I'm not ready to right now. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I teach at Henzo Gracie Bayside and like when I'm at Henzo's and when I'm training... Um, I'm very selfish and I'm all about me because you yeah, have to be like, I'm an athlete, you know, I'm, I'm going to drill with who I feel is going to give me the best, uh, drill time. And I'm going to scrap with, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to scrap hard and like, we're fucking competing, you know, you know how it is. Like yeah, we're going hard at Henzo's. That's why I kicked you But when head. I get to Bayside, I'm literally a hundred percent opposite. All the focus goes from wow. me to all the students there because, um, that's what I'm there to do. That's my job. And that's what I want for them. You know, like I want my students to be as good as possible, whether they want to compete or not. I want them to enjoy jujitsu as much as possible. And I feel like a lot of guys who are competitors, they have a tough time going from that selfish mentality, which you need mm-hmm. as an athlete and, and worrying about getting better to that unselfish mentality of like, it's not about you. It's yeah. about the students. So like, yeah. for example, like, you know, we only opened about a year and a half ago. My students are not, most of them are not learning leg locks yet. They're not learning John's back attack system yet mm-hmm. because they need to learn the fundamentals first. They're just not ready for it, yeah. which is fine. But I don't go in there and try to push my game on them because, like, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, of like, course. I, I, I'm giving them what they need. Yeah. And I think a lot of competitors who teach, they try to push their own game yeah. on their students before they're really ready for yeah. it. It's yeah. just a lot of competitors aren't teachers. You know? yeah. They're just competitors. So I try to wear two different yeah. hats, mm-hmm. to answer your question. Yeah. I try to be nice. very selfish when I'm focusing on me and my development and very unselfish uh, when I'm teaching and trying to get other people to, to do jiu-jitsu. So have you always been a competitor? Like yeah. ever since the you first Pretty started, much, yeah. when when did you have your first tournament? Uh, I think Sherman took me to my first one. <sighs> I think it was like a grab horse quest, like within a few months of training, you know. <laughs> and wait, so Sherman is he the one who brought you into jujitsu? Yeah. Is that your cousin or something? Not literally, but figuratively. Really? Yeah. So how did that happen? Like, how did it come up? So he was uh, uh, he was doing jujitsu at Sarah's. Uh-huh. Um, he was telling me about it. I'm like, this sounds so gay. <laughs> it uh, does. How am I supposed to explain it to yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I, it sounds really stupid. And Sign he, me up. He's like, no, dude. He's like, it's better than wrestling. I'm like, how um, could it be better than wrestling? 
like wrestling's the most effective, yeah. you know, thing form of grappling that we have. Because I didn't know what jujitsu was, obviously. Uh-huh. So he's like, "All right." He's like, "You wrestle. I'll do jujitsu. Let's see what happens." Mm-hmm. And I and obviously I got the shit kicked out of me. <laughs> well, how many times though? Uh, like in a in a round? Yeah, like how many times did you have to fucking fight before? Oh, just once. Oh, really? Yeah, you were like, dude. oh, this works. I felt like the first arm lock come on, and I was hooked. What? Wait, wait, okay, walk me through your first roll, like what you remember. Okay, so we moved the shit out of the living room at his house. <laughs> Rug burned immediately. Oh, yeah, dude. We're moving tables, we moved couches, and uh, yeah, like we just slapped hands and started scrapping. Uh, oh, shit. And he just slaps an arm bar on you from the slap, guard? He just rips an arm lock on me. I mean, he gives me time to tap. You know, no, but was, I mean, from the guard, yeah. from his back. Oh, so dude. then I'm like, all right, I'm like, again, I'm like, all I again. have to do, Rip it. all I have to do is keep my elbows in, right? Yeah. But now, but now he's sweeping me and getting on top of me and uh, oh, taking shit. my back, and yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. At least my elbows are right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so it it took about literally 15 seconds from the time that we slapped hands to getting tapped to me being completely hooked hooked and obsessed nice wow and how much older was he than you we're the same age oh dude so that must have been a fucking that must have been a mind fuck like both of you were wrestlers the same size and the same holy shit dude Uh, that that must have been a mind fuck so like so you do your first tournament uh how'd you do in that tournament uh i think i did like a i think i did a riot like i i think i won like a you know, beginner division or some shit like gold. That. Yeah, but You've like never, you had, didn't lose your first tournament. No, at all. but wow. I also like, you know, I'm in a beginner division. Yeah, like it's you know, it's not like I just took down uh, EBI. So, then, but like competing itself, like I feel like a lot of people they they're like, oh yeah, it's been like two years I haven't competed yet. Yo, competing like in the beginning like that, like I competed two months in, you're saying it took you a couple months and then you started competing. Like you have to get that out of your system. It has to be normal. If you want to be like good, it has to be normal. It has to be like another fucking like. The truth is, and this is what people don't understand is that normal changes as your competitive career goes on. Mm -hmm. So what's normal to you when you're doing Nagas and uh, Grapplers Quest tournaments is no longer normal when you graduate to the next stage and you're doing super fights at Fight to Win Pro and yeah. Kasai. Kasai, yeah. And that's and then even that changes, you know, when you get to say EBI or ADCC. ADCC. Yeah. So, yeah, it it becomes normal, but like throughout the stages of my career, I had to almost relearn how to compete yeah. because yeah, I, for a yeah. while I was like really successful at the local level, right? But then like now all of a sudden there's a camera in your face and you're traveling to another country and you're cutting weight and uh more people are more eyes are on you it's no longer the same normal yeah. it's no longer the same thing as when you were back home in morristown mm-hmm. new jersey at, at naga <laughs> yeah. yeah so it you know what i mean it changes what, what uh when when you're like what can you pinpoint a time when your career really like your grappling career really took off because you were saying you've been training for like 10 years but i like i've only like heard of you like Four years, yeah. three years, right? So, what what can you say has been like the pivotal? Uh, to be honest, I don't feel like it has taken off yet. I feel like, uh, in the grand scheme of things, uh-huh. like I'm not, I haven't done shit yet, yeah. and and yeah, that's good. a good thing. That's yeah. a good thing because, like, I'm I'm still training. Like, I've never won anything. Obviously, this past year, like in relative to the other part of my career, this past year has stood out because it's it's been very successful but i i guess like 
probably Kasai 2, uh, the super fight of Kasai 2. I felt like after that, um, I got like a newfound like belief in myself that I was like, I was like, okay, like I, I can do this shit. You yeah, know? yeah. That's after you went to Costa Rica, right? Yeah, it was after. Oh Costa Rica. my god, dude! That yeah. must, yo, that's life it. changes after Costa Rica. Yeah, shout out to Costa Rica. Shout out, Puerto Vida. <laughs> we to love changing you. my Puda life. Vida. Puda Vida. Is that where you got that tattoo? No, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't have a. I wish I had that tattoo. I thought. That'd wait, what? What does it say? No, Viva Jiu Jitsu. Viva Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. Oh, I thought. That but uh, a good story. <laughs> so, so when I got back and I did Kasai, it was like three months of just rattling off big matches and wins that like kind of like made me really believe like oh shit like you can you can, you can do, do this, this. Yeah. yeah yeah we're that's it. we're in it yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice, that's that's what we're trying to like we're trying to break that mo- like you saying to change my normal that gave me a really good perspective like on what i have to do like it's not about these local tournaments anymore i have to try to get to those uh the next well, super fights, yeah. The next step, and like yeah. it, that's what we're here for. So yeah, I mean, this. And I think the other thing is just like literally that I, I just didn't like quit. Like there were a lot of guys that were just like me that trained just as much as I did and were on the same path that I was on, but like they kind of got frustrated that they didn't have a breakout year. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe six years in, seven years in, nine years in. Yeah, so they were oh like, my God. So, so they were like, oh, fuck. Like, okay, I've been doing it eight, nine years. It's not worked out yet. Let's, uh, let's just kind of move on to something else. I'll still train, but like maybe they won't compete as much. And they didn't realize how close they were. Yeah. The only difference was I gave myself like a little extra time where other people were right there and might have been there too. And they said no. But they were just yeah. like, they got frustrated and they got impatient, you know? Like, I see, I look at guys like Gary. Like, everyone knows who Gary Tonin is now. But what they don't know is that it took him literally 10 years before he broke out, before he got to the point where he was really, really on, a, on another level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was good before that. He was, he was good at the lower belts. Mm-hmm. But... Around that ten year mark, he went from being good to, to like an absolute yeah. fucking phenomenal grappler. Yeah. Same with like Craig Jones. Like, you know, like Craig has said yeah, it big before. Jump. A big jump. Like when he like last year, Flo gave him uh, I think like breakout of the year, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, like it, I've been at this like ten years. Yeah. yeah. You know, this wasn't like magical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like now I'm at the point where I put a lot of work in, I put a lot of mat time in, and now I'm just gonna start to see the benefits of that in the next year and a half. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm confident that I will. You know? yeah. That's awesome, man. I mean, you're going to freaking Kuwait. Yeah. You know? That's, yeah. You're, gonna, <laughs> you're doing it off of jiu-jitsu. Go America, so. dude. Yeah. I'm going to be here rooting for you, rooting for the USA. I, I should have brought you with me. Dude, I, I would get weird out You would have fit right in. I would have been your fixer. I would have been like, yo, three camels, stat. Three camels, stat. <laughs> this guy needs a dowry. Why would I need a camel? To get to the You're parties. You're walking, bro. What oh, else? Walk into the, <laughs> to the right. fucking arena. To get to the parties. Yeah. And then also, like, if you get to a party, like, how flex is it to be walking with it? Like, like one camel. extra camel, too. I don't know why I thought they had cars. No, uh, no. Kuwait? Camel. In yeah. Kuwait City? Kuwait City? You no. don't think there are any cars? They have Pyramids. camels and Ferraris. Pyramids, <laughs> There's camels. There's no in-between. <laughs> Ferraris? Yeah. You guys are so fucking ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I've never been to Kuwait, bro. Like, Dude, Kuwait's in South America, dude. Come on. Oh, it is? No, come on. I'm joking. I'm joking, man. <laughs> Everyone knows it's in Asia. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and it's crazy because a lot of people, like you said, they get so close, but then they're like, 
uh, I'll abort, you yeah. know? You're and like, it's oh, just fuck, it didn't work. Yeah, and it's just what what didn't work, you know? What like are you Yeah. I, I think that's it too. Like you have to be very comfortable with uh like where you're at. Yeah. Like it was very I've seen a lot of guys even at Henzo's get very uh, frustrated because they see Gary and Gordon and Nikki and Taza and, and all the guys that kind of have gotten to that next level and they're like, well, when's it going to be my turn? And like, dude, you're on, you, you can't you compare yourself. Yeah, yeah, you can't compare yourself you to those work. guys. Like, it's not about those guys. It's about you, you know? And uh, Yeah, that's where all the politics and stuff comes in. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Like it's a marathon, and you see it. Like, I, like the way you say, it's been ten years, nine years, eight years, seven years. Like, yeah, I, it's I, just. I feel like I'm at the tip of the iceberg, and I'm just. I like I'm standing on the shoulders of giants, though. Like they put me so ahead of the curve, and now I'm able to train with you guys who are like ten years in, and and like I, I don't know. I feel so blessed, but like I want to. I want to be right there with you guys, yeah. dude. It's, it's but you right will be, man. Then. And like the same way, like I had Gary and Gordon in my ear telling me they were like, "Hey, man, don't worry. Like it's yeah. gonna happen. Ride Keep working. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen." Yeah. And like you know, now you got me telling you, like Fabian, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Keep going. Uh, it, yeah. You just gotta fucking. You gotta really fucking work and like just don't stop. Yeah, you know, and look, whether it takes you another two years or whether it takes you another 10 years, 10 years yeah. if it's something you really want, then you'll do it. Yeah. And it won't matter when you get there, so long as you get there. Yeah. But it's life uh, advice. That's for everybody listening. That's everybody. Yeah. Like, this is, if this is your passion or whatever your passion may be, like, if, if it helps you get up at five in the morning to do, like, nothing else gets me out of bed at five in the morning to go, like, do something. It's only grappling. I can only do that for grappling. I, I mean, let's be real. You're not out of bed at five in the morning. I've, no, I was doing that <laughs> at Blue Belt. At Blue Belt, three a days, waking up at five in the morning to go train six to seven a.m. or six no, to eight a.m. This is the only thing that it's like. All right, get up, go. Yeah, I, I no. can't see myself doing anything else now, and especially surrounded by the team that I am. I feel like I'm letting you guys down if I don't train or like try, just try, and it's good accountability. Yeah. For like each of your yeah, team members yeah, and sure. stuff like that, like it's super important. But uh, yeah. yeah, let's get weird in Kuwait, bro. When when are you leaving for that? Uh, I think like the second week of February. Nice. Yeah. You're gonna go from like winter to straight up desert. I know. I can't wait. Oh, I hate awesome. the cold, dude. Yeah, it's, I hate uh, the cold. I came here from Miami, man. So fucking tell me about it. God, you know, right? Yeah, tell you me came from it. hot chicks and cocaine yeah. to fucking queens. No, but yes. think about it. He came <laughs> yes. from like the, the, the level of grappling is is it's, such that yeah. he he fucking gave all that. I up. I was working doing like sound engineering and like recording studios and stuff like that. Yeah. And I came up here and it was kind of just like I was like oh, I'm just gonna do jujitsu. We bro. still got to get a hot sixteen out of you, dude. I'm ready. Like we have the beats and hard stuff. hitters, hard spitters, oh, hard hitters. Bars? Yeah, hard hitters, yeah. hard spitters. Bro. I'm a hard hitter. Let me <laughs> let me hear it. Let's go. Let's I'm a bar spitter. Uh, you know how the rest goes. Yeah, you know because <laughs> I can't say that. I can't oh, say God. it. Man. Aljo said it. He can. I consulted Aljo to see if I could use that Drake line, and he's he's like, I don't think so. I don't I Absolutely know, not. Is it just you in the picture? No, nah, no, nah, you can't say. Yeah, it. it's not gonna sit well. <laughs> we that's go. it. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, you wanna shout, out? shout out to my sponsors, ninety three brand Super yeah. Rare on it. Uh, Henzo Gracie Bayside, Bronx Martial Arts Academy, Henzo Gracie Academy, Whoa. and Fabian and Sebastian. Whoa! Yeah, on, man. We really appreciate it. 
Yeah, guys, thanks. check him out. He's gonna be all over the world. Also, what's your Instagram handle? Uh, Frank Rosenthal Eleven. Boom! Shoot him in. Slide in the DMs. Come on. All right, smash the, like smash the like button. Smash the donate button on my page. Do not donate smash the donate button. every. Oh, donate all your money to me. All right, all right bye.